0: Good Monday morning, Loveland. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is the Loveland Weekly Podcast. Today we'll be looking at the Loveland City Schools levy that is on the ballot through the words of both a supporter and an opponent. First, we will be speaking with Adam, a member of the Loveland Voice, and a definitive no on the upcoming levy. We will then hear from Jim, a strong supporter on the levy and the administrator of the Loveland Hub page. Due to the divisiveness of the topic, I will not be interjecting and it will not be conversational. I will pose questions and we will listen to what these two sides have to say. This is Monday, March 27, 2023. So today we have Adam Malofsky uh, representing the uh the side that's against the levy. Um, Adam, would you mind taking a second just introducing yourself?
1: Sure. Um, My name's Adam Malofsky. I've been in Loveland for 25, 26 years, something like that. I guess if I had to describe myself, I, I love my family. I love my gardening and cooking. Uh, I'm a startup executive here in Cincinnati. A few years ago, I had the largest angel raise in tri-state history and um, had one of the largest exits also over nine digits. I didn't get much money out of it, so I'm not rich. Um, <laughs> but it was a great experience, so we needed to sell it for a lot more money. Um You know, I love education. I love teaching. I lecture at universities, uh, graduate school. I've lectured all the way down to third graders. Um, That's hard to keep their attention, as I learned very quickly. (laughs) Definitely, Um, but it was also a lot of fun because I learned how to to change how I communicated. So, um, the reason I do all that is I didn't have a lot of help as I grew up, and. I think it's important to help everyone and anyone that needs help moving forward with education and education is not necessarily just for a career. It's about passions and moving yourself forward. And personally, I think it's the most important thing in our nation is how we educate our children, how we educate even as adults and even further in life, Um, because the more informed people are, the more and they're able to, to critically debate and, argue, and I don't want to use the word argue, but, but get into a discussion, meaningful discussions with people. I think people are able to make better decisions in how they vote on all kinds of things, but for their family, for their children, for their business and their career. So so that's me.
0: Great. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. So for the first question we have, um, it's been years since we've passed the levy in, in Loveland. What happens to our schools and community if this one does not pass?
1: You know, I liken it to me right now, looking for funding for some of my startups. And we go, well, you know, if that next few million doesn't come in, do we have to fire people? Do we have to get rid of people? It has a massive impact on families. Uh, It has an impact on the startup, all the people who invest in it. So when you pay property taxes and you live in a community, right? It's used for all kinds of things, but mostly the schools. And I think, you know, in some ways it could be a disaster, right? Because how will people react within the system? Um, on the other hand, the potential benefit is a hard look at how do we spend money. Um, I'm not really against teachers. And I have I, I've met, I have friends and know plenty of people in the school system. Everyone seems like good people. Um, a lot of this comes from leadership and how we allocate resources, just like I just described. I have to do. And so I don't think our community dies or anything. I think it'll be a cathartic moment, okay? But we've also already had a few other cathartic moments with these levies, right? Um, I, I, think, I think there's no long-term damage. I think people are really resilient. And I think no matter what happens, we will come through this better off than we were before. And, and I think it'll just force us to take a really hard look at things. And for us to find out how we can do better. And you know what? Six months later, four months later, there'll be another levy and we'll figure it out. I'm not against levies and I'm not against paying people more. You and I spoke a little bit before. I'd rather pay a chemistry teacher 120 grand a year like they would in industry so we can get the broadest base of people with the deepest experience over many years because they have that connection to reality, right? They leave BASF or Dow and then go teach. Assuming they're a good teacher and they have, to have the right training, I think that'll be more effective. And so, I my biggest concern has been how we spend our money and are we doing it effectively? Are we moving each student another step forward to having what I say as a meaningful life, and then a productive career? In other words, productive career doesn't mean they have to be a CEO. It means they earn the money to live their life the way they'd like to live it. Right? right. A career, a career is an intersection of of passion and making some money to survive. So I don't think our community will die. I think it will be a cathartic moment if the levy goes down. Um, and I hope that you know we kind of sharpen the pencil and have some really deep open discussions. I, I personally would like to see us have some much more open forums, not so much a board school board meeting, but maybe put together uh a few committees or a town hall or something where people get to talk ask questions and hopefully have a discussion and get some honest answers so um i that's i don't think we're gonna die
0: great to many uh loveland is known for its community and schools it's why many families move here in the first place what do you say to that family that moved here um for all that loveland schools have to offer but may be losing now if the levy doesn't pass
1: um, I guess I would argue this again. Having to do this for the last thirty years, sometimes we have lots of money for a company, sometimes we don't, and we have to make real hard decisions. I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to have an impact. I think if we talk about the cathartic moment for five, six months—I don't know the exact date—you know, in the fall we have another levy. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be another levy if, the, if this one doesn't pass. I, I think. <laughs> the community doesn't suffer, right? I mean, someone coming in looking for a house. I'll be honest, when I looked for houses moving around oh. before 25 years ago, you know, I remember it like it's yesterday, but now I have gray hair. You know, the whole thing is is I want a safe community, all right? I wanted a community where people were friendly. I wanted a community that had a sense of a, you know, the, se- the center of town, if you will. So downtown Loveland does all of that. None of that's going away because a levy didn't pass. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think someone who moved here recently, it, it depends first, are they sending their kids to the level or are they sending their kids somewhere else? I just think there's lots of solutions to all of this. Um, no voters aren't evil people. They have families. They have kids. They have grandkids. They want good things for education. I, I think it's just the difference on, on how things are being managed and presented. Really, it's nothing more than that. I, I, I agree with the person who asked the question. You know, you got to take care of those people on fixed incomes in both directions. So, yeah, I agree with that.
0: Well, thank you, Adam. I really appreciate you taking your time and and, and speaking to me today.
1: No problem. Have a great day.
0: Take care. Bye bye. All right. And representing the pro side of the levy, uh, we have Mr. Jim Stapleton here. Jim, would you mind introducing yourself?
2: Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um, my name is uh, Jim Stapleton. I am, um, my career is I'm the vice president of sales for a franchise company located in uh, Blue Ash. The, um, my wife and I have lived in Loveland for eight years. Uh, we came here um, from New York uh, about nine years ago. So we, uh, we our son is 11. Uh, he is in um, the Loveland Public Schools and uh, in fifth grade. Awesome. Thank you. So
0: um, let's just start it off with the first question. Uh, It's been years since we passed our last levy. Uh, What happens if this one doesn't pass?
2: Well, the way that I see it, Mike, is, you know, there's, if you break it down into where we are currently, and where we're going to be, is if if it doesn't pass, um, I see three different stages. I see that, you know, from listening to Um, the board meetings from listening to, you know, the people that are involved in these decisions Um, right now we're in phase one, you know, which was, you know, bringing the, um, you know, cutting so many teachers and also cutting the busing for uh, the high schools. If this doesn't pass, if we don't have more money injected into the system, we're moving to phase two, which more than likely will be cutting everything that's outside of the classroom. If it doesn't pass again, if we get into November and it doesn't pass again, we're probably going to move into stage uh, stage three, which is going to be cutting things inside the classroom to make do with the amount of money we have. I mean, that's reality. You know, when you break it down, um, we've already seen this. You know, um, we've already had classes cut that you know we had in the past that we were able to benefit from. That you know, for years, uh, for example, like the green room services. Like my son is. Um, was supposed to be in the talented and gifted programs um, now they don't have that the teachers are actually you know doing what they can to make do and um, and give him the other special attention that he needs you know um, to keep him engaged and keep him involved in the classroom that he's in um, if we start cutting um, start cutting uh, uh, things that are inside the classroom then we're going to get larger class sizes. I mean we already have large class sizes. And if it falls into, you know, uh, it gets to a point where the state comes in. Mike, have you ever heard of a, co- a family that is on um, the government's uh, help? I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't want that.
2: You know, so, I mean, it's 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 if the state comes in, man, they make the rules. Right. But, you know, we are going to be at the mercy of whatever they decide to do, you know, and it's it affects so much. Not just, you know, what's in the schools, but I mean, everybody's property value is going to take a hit. Um, when we moved to Loveland, uh, we moved to Loveland because of the schools. That was our first main thing that, you know, we were looking into. What areas have great schools that we're going to be able to, um, to be able to benefit from? Because, you know, new life coming into the community, that's where it starts. Right. So if the, um, if the, if people's housing values drop, um we're not going to be able to get that new injection of uh, you know good people into our community that is going to help you know pay these taxes to be able to fund these schools to be able to um, have a rich community of individuals.
0: Right. It's a scary thought. We saw what happened up at uh, Little Miami mm-hmm. too, and it's so yeah. close, so close to home. And and I'll be honest, I never thought it would 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 be a, a risk here. And and this wasn't a question posed, but but I think it is important to note that this is a different board than the first levy that mm-hmm. went through, because uh, a lot of people were saying that with the first levy that failed and the the large ask for that one, people wanted a new board, and yeah. I think a lot of people are missing that point.
2: That well, it's not two thousand nineteen. Right. This is a totally different. It, we are in a totally different place. We were than back in 2019. Mm-hmm. This is a totally this is a totally new ball of wax. This is something else that we're we are where we are right now. Right. You know, we can't look back. We can't change anything that's happened in the past. What we can only do is focus on where we're at and what we need to move forward. That's the only thing that we can do.
0: Um, My other interviewer, uh, interviewee. Um. Wanted to pose a question to you, as you got to pose a question sure. uh, to him. Will a levy make a specific material improvement in our children's education at this specific time?
2: So, Mike, enrollment being down isn't a good thing. You know, if enrollment's down, that means that people are leaving. And it's probably because they see the the red flags that are there. They see what's, what's happening. And, you know, they want to make sure that they're putting their family in the best uh, place possible, unfortunately. And that's unfortunate. And it, it is. I mean, we've got some amazing people in the school. We've got some amazing teachers, people that do some incredible things. But, you know, every family has got to do what's what's best for them. Um, and inflation still exists no matter, you know, what, what happens. You know, so it, it, it's we need to make sure that we're putting the things in place so that it, uh, we can support what we need to do right now and make sure that the we get the best education possible with the greatest amount of talent in the schools with the teachers um, supporting these students and then creating our future. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to do, right? I mean, these, the our kids are going to be the people that are going to be the movers and shakers. They're going to be the ones that's, um, you know, move society forward. And so that's the reason that, you know, it's so important to be able to invest in that. And they're only going to be able to get the, we're only going to be able to get the best out of them if, you know, we are um supporting that, you know, and when it comes to um we're, we're not th- this isn't extra money we're looking right. for. We're right. looking nobody's for nobody's padding their pockets. <laughs> Nobody is like they're not you know the, the, right. the board aren't buying aren't buying convertibles. You know what right. I mean? It's you know we're we're trying to um we're trying to put things in place so that the schools can function so they can operate so that it doesn't go into the state-funded you know um uh uh in into the state's hands right you know yeah. when it comes down to where we are at right now in my mind the way that I'm seeing this are the schools are sick mm-hmm. listen we we are in, you know, about to go into the ICU mm-hmm. if we don't get something passed it's going to go into hospice yeah like that's where we're at right now like it's there there's it yeah this illusion that, oh, this money coming in is going to buy, you know, all these magical things. It's just not true. You know, what we're trying to do is give life support right now. We're doing CPR and we're trying to make it work till finally we can get, you know, something coming in and, and the money that, you know, gets voted in, in um uh, you know, in May, we don't get that till January. Right. So it's, We got some time to plan out like what those funds we're going to get in January are going to go towards. It's not that it's going to be, you know, oh, we got this money now. We just have to spend it. It's we have time to plan. So it's uh, and the people we have in place are the right people. 100 percent, you know, between uh, Mike Broadwater coming in and uh, the board that's in place right now. I have got full confidence that they're going to be able to take whatever we get and be able to make something from it and make sure that our schools are the best they can be with the funds that are available. All right, great.
0: Last question, pass or fail? It's been a neighbor versus neighbor in this important debate and has had real repercussions. Uh, What do you think will become
2: of this divide after the election? You know, I think if it it fails, we all fail. Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, that's it in a nutshell. Like nobody benefits, nobody benefits in this community if we do not have a levy that that fails. Um, the kids are going to suffer, parents are going to suffer, the community is going to suffer because your, their housing value is going to drop. I mean, that's go- what's going to happen. There and they won't see it. Some people won't see it until it actually happens, and then they're going to be, you know, questioning. Hey, where did this come from? You know, um, and listen, Mike, I am I am someone who can will talk to anybody. You know i've i've listened to both sides of the argument i've actually gone to um uh listen to the other side you know during the um uh the the campaign for the board you know i want to i i want to hear what people are saying you know i'm not not shy to be able to, i'm not i don't shy away from a conversation um and at the end of it i can make my own decision on you know um you know if, if i believe in it or if, if it makes sense to me or if you know um if there has to be more information that's given to the other side, whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, being able to come together and be able to fix what's broken right now. That's what needs to be done. We need to make sure that, you know, um, we can't put a Band-Aid on a, on a hemorrhaging uh, wound. You know, um, we have to make sure that, you know, whatever we do to be able to inject this cash into the uh, into the community, um, be able to, is able to help everybody, you know? Um, and the bottom line is strong public schools are essential to a safe and thriving community.
0: All right, Jim, thank you so much for taking time and for, uh, giving us your insights and opinion on this. I
2: truly appreciate it. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. Take care, Jim. All right. Bye.
0: Like most residents, I have an opinion on this matter. A pretty strong opinion. I am a teacher myself, I have three kids in the Loveland school system, and I believe that there's nothing much more important to modern society than education. I do not believe today's expressed opinions are going to sway many voters. I think that it will come down to the people that actually take the time to go vote on the issue. So why this episode in the first place? Well, I'm of the opinion that we need to hear one another. We are a community, and we are neighbors. Signs and social media can be stark or full of emotion. Meetings or gatherings can be biased. I wanted to give us a space to listen. It's not always easy to hear what those that we disagree with are saying, but it is important. Thank you, Adam and Jim, for speaking with me. Looking ahead in Loveland. The Loveland Museum Center's Lunch and Learn series will be on April 12th. The topic will be the history of the Loveland Sims Fire Department. On April 15th, the Loveland Music Boosters will hold its annual Taste of Loveland. And also on April 15th, Love Our Land will take those interested on a guided wildflower tour at Grailville. We have something truly special here in Loveland. Thank you for listening.